Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I'm your mayor of PHNX. This guy is the Thunderstick. He's also the vice mayor, the one and only Jesse Friedman. Did you eat some good cheesesteaks over the weekend? Oh my Derek? God, the cheesesteaks were so good, Jesse. As good as good as advertised, let me tell you. Um, of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, I was in, uh, in, in the Northeast area this past weekend. I was watching a lot of the postseason MLB games on... Uh, you know, hotel bars and whatnot, and I had a lot of fun watching it. What a what a wild wild card weekend we had, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to pick your thoughts. What was the biggest thing that stood out to you? Uh, anything surprising? I know the Mariners had the big comeback, so that was kind of incredible. the Mariners did have an incredible comeback. Uh, there were a lot of great things that happened over the weekend. I mean, I guess great sort of depends on who you're talking to. Your perspective? To. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for us as, uh, for us as outsiders in this situation, there was a lot of entertaining baseball over the weekend. And it was, it was a lot of fun just, uh, yeah, sitting on my couch at home and just watching baseball game after baseball game after baseball game. It was really incredible. Um, the uh, there was a pretty wild game that went to 15 innings, um, which was, there was incredibly memorable. The Cleveland Guardians and the Tampa Bay Rays. That was one of the most incredible games the that longest, I've ever seen. Right. The longest scoreless game in MLB history. in MLB postseason yeah. history. Um, and it was interesting that, you know, in the playoffs, they don't start with the ghost runner on second base. Right. I know. What some, the fuck is that about? Well, I well, think I, uh, the heart of the ghost runner rule is that you you during the regular season it's 162 games we just want these games to end you know we don't want guys to burn out because they just played a six-hour baseball game you know so during the regular season it makes sense but during the postseason you don't really have like oh we need this game to end you know we really just want this game to be played as fairly as possible and for the best team to come out the winner in the end uh and that was the cleveland guardians as oscar gonzalez hit a very, very memorable walk-off home run in that game. I I don't know how I feel about that. Because on one hand... Changing the rule in the in the playoffs? I think that's it. You it's know, a weird. I, I can't imagine any other sport really doing that. Like, I understand, like, an NFL game can end in a tie or a hockey game can end in a tie during the regular season, but then during the postseason, they, there has to be a winner, right? So, yeah. like, I get that, and this is maybe the closest... That's probably the closest comparison 
to that, right? Because other games can, like baseball can't end in a tie. Yeah. Right? That's one wonderful <laughs> thing about baseball is it can never end in a tie. Uh, and the reason why, like football games and hockey games, end in ties is because similar to the ghost runner rule, they don't want these games going on potentially yeah. forever, right? So, And you can still play a viable regular season with a few ties in there and still be able to distinguish like the better teams from the not so good teams, sure. right? Like it's okay if there's a few ties in your record at the end of the year. And this isn't as big as like adding a fourth strike during the playoffs or something, <laughs> right? Like it's not like it's that big of a deal, but I just think also it's kind of silly because to me it, what it, what it feels like to me is like the ghost runner rule is garbage and we don't want it when the games actually count. But then the yeah, rest of the time, it we does do feel like, it. like sort of admitting that it is Dumb. not an ideal. Yeah, not, not the best way. Yeah, not like, the best way to like we do this, but it's not really the best thing for the sport. We just do it because we don't want these games to go forever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was funny. I think people who uh, people who advocate for uh, the ghost runner were maybe looking at this game that went 15 innings and they were like, hey, this is why we have this rule. Yeah, right. It's yeah. so it's to avoid five hour games like this. But it was a very entertaining baseball game, and it, and it just made the walk-off homer that much more, you know. It was one of the best moments in, in you know, Cleveland Guardians, so Cleveland good. Indians so history. Good. So it was it was really incredible. And it's much better when set to the Moneyball music, if you guys have seen oh, yeah. the it's video. Really that good. was It's really, it's it's even, really it's good. Much, much better that uh, way. By so. the way, I talked to some Cleveland fans when I was at the airport, and uh, I just once again got confirmation how much they love the Guardians' name. And the logos and everything. Interesting. And why, what's interesting about that is the Indians have been around for a long time. There's a lot of fans. It's a historically yeah. important team. Uh, like, I guess not success-wise, but still historically important. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> still controversial. The name has been controversial, especially their logos were very controversial at times. So I just – I've never seen like this smooth of a transition from, you know, like a team that's been around this long from one name to another right like sure it was really well done and i think the key that i got back from them and from some other articles i read was that uh they they just did it they did it uh, about something that only people from cleveland would really know about like this bridge with these guardian statues and using kind of a similar imagery for the logo and stuff sure it was all very well done sure but shout out to cleveland for making it the youngest team in the postseason advances uh seattle obviously another very exciting team one that was a wild game. one in a wild game the i don't want to talk about it i know i'm so sorry <laughs> i was I, I was sitting with a toronto blue jays fan and i hugged him after the game <laughs> like we actually embraced and i was like i'm so sorry uh the eight to one comeback win by the mariners is the biggest road comeback win in playoff history uh it also involved i think it wasn't just coming back and winning but there was an absolutely hor horrific scene in the eighth inning uh yeah. with a collision between uh bachette and uh george was, springer george springer yeah who was carted off the he field he was afterwards. carted off the field like it was just awful and i just uh i gasped when i saw it like again i was watching it on a uh, uh on a hotel bar tv and with no sound and i just couldn't believe what i saw uh awful like to add that literal injury to the uh to, to the comeback, but uh, In, as insult, just, insult to injury, insult to injury, so we were adding injury, injury to, to the insult. insult? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, but Jesse uh, and I have both agreed that now we are 
one, 100% uh, adopting the Seattle Mariners as, as our team. Yeah, if you follow us on Twitter, which you absolutely should, at PHNX underscore D-backs. Why aren't you already? It's, it's a Mariners stand account at it's, this yeah, point. That's what's so happening. whether you like it or not, that's, <laughs> that's just what we're sort doing. of what we are. We're, we're 90s uh, kids now. I'm going to introduce Jesse to all the 90s stuff he missed. We're going to get <laughs> Ken Griffey jerseys and uh, I don't know, someone else. But uh, the, uh, the other thing uh, that's pretty exciting that I saw our friend Melissa, uh, or no, Elizabeth, in the comments was excited about uh, the Mets are no longer uh, in baseball. Seeing the Mets get eliminated in person was, was incredible. <laughs> 10, 10, no notes. Uh, Mets Twitter wanted Joe Musgrove uh, to be immediately removed from the game <laughs> and ostracized forever for uh, allegedly having some sort of sketchy substance on his ear that they kept seeing him go to. Uh, I thought it looked like sweat to me personally. It was very glistening. Glisten. It was very shiny. Glisten. Yeah, yeah. Glisten. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had your ears sweat. It's weird. I, I, I like I, my ears don't sweat I often. Don't get much sweat. But I've on had my ears. times yeah. where my ears sweat. It's the, one of the grossest things ever. I, I don't even know why. Probably due to humidity. I'm not used to it. I don't do well in humid climates. But I will say <laughs> that. Uh, Musgrove like the weird thing is he was eventually checked by the umpire right yeah, and there was nothing yeah. on there and like there is no sticky substance in the human history that would come off that quickly so that, a, right, that, a, because that an ump people, wouldn't feel anything right people were uh apparently and I mean there is video evidence of this so I guess it's not just apparently Joe Musgrove sort of like rubbed it off his shoulder like rubbed his ear on his shoulder to Did like one of these jobs yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah which and people noticed that that happened right before he was checked and mm. so there was some speculation from from the Mets fan base that you know he probably did have something on his ear and he just got it off you know right in time but yeah like that's not really how <laughs> sticky substances work you no, can't rub them off no. on your shirt and have them come yeah. off instantly you need like that orange spray to really yeah get you off need some, some there has to be some sort of chemical reaction right? going on there in order to in order for that to happen the other thing is uh, if you watch the john boy breakdown of this which was very well done as always, as always. um they point out that if you if you watch pretty much the entire game they watch through the entire game and, and joe musgrove's mannerisms throughout the game he never once like goes to his ear in order to, you know, yeah. as he's rubbing up the baseball, yeah. like yeah. in the moments where it would have made sense for him to touch his ear, you know, as he's rubbing up the baseball or whatnot. Um, like he we saw it. earlier with the allegations that one of the pitchers had like stuff in his hair. Yeah, because he kept going to the back <laughs> of his head the entire game. Right. But that was more of the reason why that was an issue was because of the constant going to that area that made them suspicious. Right. Uh, this, I think, came from like some. Twitter detectives that were watching the game and it doing came like from, screenshots. It came from the fact, and and uh, Buck Showalter did allude to this in his post game press conference. Joe Musgrove's spin rates were pretty high they yesterday. Were he was he was dealing. He in was that dealing. Game. He was excellent in that game. Yeah. And so you know, generally speaking, there's and I think there's a lot of truth to this that you know if you have some sort of sticky stuff on your hands that helps you grip the baseball sure. better. That would naturally lead to having higher spin rates. And his spin rates were pretty significantly higher than his season averages. Uh, more, more than 100 RPM. I think there were a couple pitches that were about 200 RPM on average higher than his than his season average for the year. So I understand the Mets wanting to check and, and make sure on this. His velocity was up as well. And I think that's what, from my standpoint, 
makes it less suspicious because if your velocity is higher, which happens right in like big moments in, yeah. in big adrenaline, you know, games sure. like this one, if your velocity is higher, your spin rate is also higher. Just naturally, those things go hand in hand. So the fact that his spin rate was higher uh, was probably just because he was boosted by adrenaline and was throwing harder anyway. So I don't think there was really anything to this. And after the game, Buck Showalter was just like, yeah, I get a lot of information in the dugout and I'm always going to do what's best for the New York Mets. And in that moment, that's what oh, I thought was best. I don't even I don't even think that it's the worst thing, right? Because they're supposed no. to be checking. But if you think that an umpire is missing potentially the area where he could be hiding something, you know, then that's, you know, a, a valid reason to request checking a specific area. But you also <laughs> look like uh like you're just kind of grasping at straws for a pitcher dominating you. <laughs> yeah, and that's what night. Joe Musgrove said after the game. It's yeah. like, yeah, they were desperate. They you were. know, they're trying to get me out of the game, and uh, I don't blame him for you yeah. know doing everything that they How possibly could. Maybe even getting into his head and making him a little self conscious, and then that maybe he doesn't pitch as well. Just anything that you could do. That did not work. <laughs> it did not. It's an elimination game, right? Though, so you want to try to make sure that you're at least doing everything you can. His spin rates actually went higher after <laughs> after exactly. it was checked. Yeah. So so, yeah, he's going to spite them now. That's if what anything, it gave him yeah. maybe a little extra boost out there. He, um, he, they pissed him off. They absolutely did. Uh, three matchups in the uh, division series are now between uh, rivals, division rivals. Uh, let's take a look at that. Uh, the We got the Mariners, Astros. We have the Padres, Dodgers, and we have the Phillies, Braves, with Guardians and Yankees being the only matchup between non-division rivals. But this is very exciting, Jesse. I'm excited for this. I'm also terrified because <laughs> I feel like the teams I want to see advance uh, are not going to be the teams to advance, mm. right? And I, I don't mean that. You think it's going to be Astros, Yankees, Braves, Dodgers? That's, it's just going to be the yeah. four by teams. Right. Be the ones I, I almost on. feel. But, I mean, what we saw in this first round was very surprising. You brought up the Cardinals being eliminated and how kind of – bonkers that was right yeah uh, i blame myself for being in philadelphia holding things down while the phillies and eagles were elsewhere beating up on teams named the cardinals uh it's, that's on me you guys i apologize they were like derek's got that city on lock we made him mayor uh so we don't have to worry about things going wrong in the city of brotherly love but uh it's definitely a fun uh postseason so far and i think it's yeah. only going to heat up here in the division round so that's going to be exciting of course, uh, make sure to stay tuned to this guy right here on gophnx.com. He is not only bringing you all of the information uh, about the Diamondbacks, but also about the Fall League, giving you six reasons to go out and check out the Fall League. Uh, Jesse got to go out to some games this weekend on, on Friday. How was it? You seemed It to was just, so lovely. It was magical, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was really cool outside that yeah, day, too. It was yeah. overclassed and like 82 degrees and... Was, I love how 82 wonderful. is cool. Oh, 82 is beautiful. No, I know it is, but like anywhere else in the country, 82 oh, is not cool. 82 That's is a fair. warm summer's day elsewhere, yeah. but not here in Phoenix. There Arizona. was like a gorgeous rainbow as well as I, I was leaving picture. the ballpark. Uh, but aside from the weather, I guess the, the baseball was was pretty good too. Totally cares so. about the weather. <laughs> you care about the weather. Go out and check out some Arizona Fall League games. It's an absolute blast. Uh, I don't know if today's the day. It seems pretty hot out today. I have no idea. See, I go back east and now I'm just wearing hoodies all the time. It's like I'm broken. But this one's pretty sweet, you have to admit. So, uh, But anyway, we uh, make sure to check out our website at gophnx.com. If you haven't done so already, uh, get yourself an annual membership. You'll get a free t-shirt. Like this good boy, Coyote, behind me. Cody, he's such a good boy. Uh, they also, just restocked the purple they ones. They got the purple Ooh. ones back in stock. And the uh, the other circle logo. Uh, the Mosaic the Coyote. The Mosaic. I have that one. I love that shirt. So 
Whatever shirt you want over at the phnxlocker.com is yours with the annual membership. If you go with the month-to-month option, we will hook you up with your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get members-only access to our Discord, members-only invites to some of our events, as well as members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. Also, if you're watching us right now on the YouTube channel, thank you for joining us for lunch. Uh, Shout out to everybody. I miss saying hi to people because I saw a bunch of highs and hellos. Uh, Someone was in the uh, press box at the Salt River uh, at Salt River Fields right now. Yeah, Freeland, Freeland one seven eight seven. Greetings from the Salt River. Greetings to you, sir. Keep us updated. He said, uh, gave us a De Los Santos update there for a moment. Davis but, and De Los Santos. Uh, Josh Hunt says the Mosaic Coyote is one of the best designs in the locker. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I like all the, the all the Coyote shirts. I'm so jealous of the Coyote shirts. I'm yeah, not, I'm not just saying that because Leah's in here. I just mean it. I'm just jealous and petty, but. Uh, I also own all of them, so you can too at the <laughs> phnxlocker.com. Uh, if you're watching us right now, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We thank you guys for doing that. Uh, leave us a, a message in the chat saying, hey, you're here. Also, a thumbs up would be great, uh, as well as signing up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever any of our shows on our network go live. Uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, we thank you for doing so. Uh, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe there as well. Uh, and if you're looking to make your office as beautiful as our office, make sure you spruce up your home at the More Furniture Fall Sale over at uh, morefurniture.com. Plus, here's the thing. Right now, you will receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. So they're hooking you up over at uh, More, just like all of our sponsors are. All of our sponsors are hooking you up, making sure your life is better, uh, and we love them for it. So thank you guys for being here, and thank you to all of our partners uh, for helping us keep this thing going. Uh, and of course, uh, we want to give a shout out to Shark Week because every week on the show is Shark Week. <laughs> we give a shout out to Earth Day because every day here is Earth Day. And of course, you guys know what we do on Monday. Let's go to the mailbag. Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow, my mailbox. I am sick of listening to that guy's voice. Let me tell you. <laughs> you got a little too much oh, over the weekend. Oh, man. Huh? I had to go to three different concerts with him this weekend. But uh, no, I joke. Thank you uh, to Mega Rand. By the way, I want to I wanna sincerely thank him for uh, not only that song, but for letting me join him on his little part of his uh, his tour this weekend. I realized how hard it is to be a touring artist. Jesse, these guys, you know, you all kind of dream of being like, I'd love to be a rapper. I'd love to be like a musician. No, you don't. Oh, man, these guys are putting in 12-hour days. They're, it's not the easy life you think you're seeing on Instagram, let me tell you. But, of course, uh, it's Monday. We want to know your guys' thoughts, your questions. So, Leah, what's our first question from the mailbag? Our man Gabriel says, can Lawler move to third when he's up next year? That way, Perdomo still has time to grow as a major leaguer and become the superstar he clearly is or will be. There's a <laughs> wow. lot of fucking confidence in that question. Uh, first of all, no, I don't want Lawler moving to third. I want Lawler to stay right where he's at in shortstop. If anything, I would rather sacrifice Geraldo Perdomo uh, to moving to third and trying to play that position more than I would want to do anything to impact Lawler's trajectory to, to his his progress as, as a major leaguer. Lawler, to me, is one of the most important parts of the Arizona Diamondbacks franchise right now. So I would not jeopardize anything to put Lawler in a different position than where, where he naturally plays the best. I think he could play third base. Like defensively, he probably has the skills to do it. It seems like his his arm 
holds up well sure. enough where he could probably he could probably play third base. I don't think Perdomo moving to third would ever make sense because he's just not going to have the bat to play there. Yeah. Um, at third base, you you know you need the bat to kind of play up a little bit. Um, yeah, there is a lot of confidence in that in that question about Geraldo Perdomo's uh, future, <laughs> um, which I respect. Right? Sure. I mean, he's the risk king for for a reason. King. Known uh, risk king. He was incredibly clutch for the Diamondbacks in a lot of big spots, but you know, you look at the numbers overall, and I think it's a little bit hard to to convince yourself. At least it's hard for me to convince myself that Geraldo Perdomo is is the shortstop of the future, right. you know, or right. or is necessarily going to be. A difference maker at the big league level not to say he couldn't do it but um i know we you know we saw some some good signs from perdomo throughout the year uh his approach at the plate is generally pretty solid he doesn't strike out very much um but those things aside like if you just look at the numbers that he posted last year there haven't been that many players in the in the big leagues who who managed to put together really nice careers who started the way that Perdomo has started. Like his numbers this last this season were were quite bad. Uh, he had an OPS plus around sixty, I want to say. So he was a well below average offensive player. And it's not to say he couldn't turn things around, uh, but there aren't that many guys who started that level, you know, and and find their way into a nice big league career. So we'll have to see. Uh, but I think Jordan Lawler is is. Probably your shortstop of the future, although I, I do think defensively he could manage the the change at third base if, if that was needed at some point. Brian Abdallah in the comments brings up that Nick uh, Nick will be back next year, of course. Yeah. Uh, we also have that uh, Michael McDermott said, looking at Lawler so far in the fall league, the arm is a bit disappointing. And yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could definitely see that, especially when, uh, I mean, at this point, I don't know if he's going full speed, but you'd like to make sure that like the fundamentals are there, right? Yeah. And then he can... there were some loopy throws when I was at the, at the fall league over the weekend uh, from Lawler, so I definitely see where where Michael's coming from on that. I I think the athleticism is in there. I think he would have the ability to play third if he needed to, but if he can play shortstop, I mean that's a more valuable defensive position anyway. Jesse and I are going to admit something to you and just give you heads up right now Uh-oh. when you go out to an Arizona fall league. You're gonna see garbage baseball. You're gonna probably see some of the worst baseball you've ever seen played in, wow, in your life. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not describing one individual. I'm just saying <laughs> if you think the sixth and seventh inning of a spring training game is bad, buckle up because <laughs> that shit starts in inning one in a fall league game. Wow, you're just coming you're just Are you not are you not are you not sometimes? Well, here's the thing. I know I, what you mean. I know what you mean. I guess it's like by, watching a high school game, though. I like, guess by comparison, the idea here is, is that major leaguers, big leaguers, make this game look so much easier than it actually is, right? Yeah. So when you watch this game, there are uh, some routine plays that you would expect people to make that they absolutely do not. Fly balls in the sun, getting lost. I mean, it's not like if you go to a fall league game like guys are clinking fly ball like they pop-ups left are. and right they that, absolutely is, that are. is not they true. absolutely are he is, he is <laughs> these he, guys are in like double a Derek. They'll, be, right they'll be big leaguers in like a year or two don't i believe, hope they're not clinking fly balls at this bit. point all right leah what's our next question this one's interesting from Brettley johnson he says yeah. with the braves signing strider to that extension what do you think would be a realistic deal to get Gallon to serve, serve, sign long term while addressing the bullpen issues, whether it be through a trade or free agent market? Um, I'm not worried about the bullpen issues when it comes to Zach Gallon. I'm more yeah, worried about signing Zach Gallon. I think Zach Gallon is an absolute priority uh, for the Diamondbacks to sign long term. 
I don't know how they get it done. Yeah. But I, I think it's an absolute priority for them to do so. What the Braves have done to lock up not only Spencer Strider, but their core. Everyone. Everyone <laughs> is one of the most incredible things in baseball history. Yeah. I mean, you would have to go back to the to, to the good old days of baseball, like pre-1970 and Stitch. Not even, uh, is that the good old days? I'd probably say not, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Like, you'd have to go back a long time when baseball wasn't nearly as financially lucrative as it is now to find a time where a team was able to keep a uh, you know a squad full of solid players like the Braves had have uh, together for as long as these guys are going to be together. It's an absolute dream of ours that the Arizona Diamondbacks can do something like this with yeah. their young players that are coming up right now. It really just is a question of how do they do it. I think the idea there is by seeing financially – uh, the road ahead is going to be much more expensive than doing it now. So whatever you can really sign Zach Gallon to now is going to be a deal in the future. I don't think you have to kind of worry about Zach Gallon's future and if he's worth like top starting pitching money. He's absolutely worth it, and you need to yeah. try to lock him in before the real seriously competitive offers until stuff starts getting like crazy and people start throwing amounts of money at him that he can't turn down. The Diamondbacks need to get a deal done. It's it's a it's an imperative for this franchise. I think Spencer Strider, like that deal, is is more analogous to what the team could do with, say, Corbin Carroll or Jordan Lawler when sure. he comes up. Yeah, yeah. Spencer Strider, this is his rookie year, right? Yeah. He's only been in the big leagues for for a few months now. Zach Gallen has been in the big leagues for several years at this point, breaking MLB records and setting all sorts. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, he, and he's going to finish top five in Cy Young voting this year. So. You don't see, especially Scott Boris candidates or Scott Boris clients, I should say, as we've talked about in the past, you don't see many Scott Boris clients, you know, halfway through their rookie deal sign big extensions. It's there's just a reason not, for that. Yeah, it's it's not something that and not it's not to say that Scott Boris has never done extensions. If, right. you, if you go through uh, his history as an agent, he has had some clients who have done that. But I'm not sure we've ever seen one quite like. Uh, what would have to be, happen if, if you know, a deal like that came down with Zach Gallen? Uh, he's just so, so good at this point. And I'm guessing that they probably view free agency as, as the best route there. So I think for the D-backs, it's more about can you lock up Corbin Carroll? Uh, you know, can you lock up Jordan Lawler when he comes up here? You know, maybe Dalton Varsho or Jake McCarthy or guys that you feel the same way about at some point. Alec Thomas is another name that that comes to mind. Those are the deals that I think are are maybe at the forefront of their minds right now. It's not to say a Zach Gallon deal couldn't be done, but I would be I'd be pretty surprised. And I think at this point you're already looking at, you know, probably 30 million a year for any year that you wanted to extend him with. So, you know, they already have him for three more seasons. Are, are you interested in extending Zach Gallon for 30 million a year beyond that? That's sort of the question that that you're looking at now and and would Zach Gallen and Scott Boris even accept that if the Diamondbacks wanted to go that route I don't know and you also have the potential for the Diamondbacks to have success in that time and Zach Gallen to be a big part of that success which yeah. is only going to further raise his stock his stock I'll ask you this and basing this on nothing I'm not actually expecting you to know any kind of this is pure speculation okay. but <laughs> uh do you think the Diamondbacks are pessimistic about re-signing Zach Gallen do you think internally that they have their doubts that it's going to happen as much as we have? Our yeah, doubts? I do. Yeah, I do. I, I do too. I I think that it's it's something that I'm sure they would be interested in. 
but I don't <laughs> even know if those conversations make it very far at sure. this point. Sure. Um, so yeah, not impossible, but Zach Allen has played his way into being a, like I said, a 30 plus million dollar per year player at this point. And you still have him under control for three years. So it's not yeah. like if you don't do this, you know, he's going to be a free agent at the end of next season or anything. But I understand why people are asking about that over and over again. You don't want to see him go anywhere else. Yeah, Zach Allen is like one of the crown jewels right now, the Diamondbacks. They don't have many of those, right? And we've talked about how good Merrill Kelly has been for this team. And Merrill Kelly still doesn't, he, as, as good as he is, as good as his record and his numbers might indicate afterwards, he still just doesn't have that same dominance, that same stuff we've yeah. seen out of Zach Gallen. So that's why. Diamondbacks signed Merrill Kelly to a two-year, $18 million extension. <laughs> yeah, I know. Less than a year ago. That's with a team option for $7 million for 2025. Of the it's, deal it's, of the century. You're not Almost, getting Zach Gallen for that. No, that's for sure. No, not at all. Uh, Leah, what else we got? If we had a minor league team in Arizona, what city would you put them in? What would the team name be? What would their colors be? And what are you picking as a mascot? Sidewinders is cheating. I know that. Wow. That's that That's is a question. Good. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a lot in there, Josh. You're giving us a lot to work with. Uh, Jesse, I'll let you start off. Well, actually, you know what? Can I can I take go the floor? for it? Yes, go for it, please. Most people might not know this, but this is something <laughs> that came uh, into my realm recently. Arizona is the home of one of the oldest, uh, not one of, actually the oldest active ballpark in the United States of America. It was built five years before Wrigley Field. It's called Warren Ballpark, and it's located. In Bisbee, Arizona. Nice. <laughs> now that is where I want to put a minor league team. Bisbee is like kind of a like kind of a western sort of town, yes. right? Yes. Not that many people live there, I don't think. Um, I feel like calling them the Bisbee Frisbees <laughs> is the right move. Uh, a little animated, like cartoon mascot. Looks a little bit like Mario's hat. I don't know if yeah. you're familiar with the Mario Odyssey sure. game, right? Uh, but yes, the Warren Ballpark actually looks like something that is out of like uh, a league of their own. It's that it's the old school, like uh, the people like the stands are pretty much behind, you know, the home plate and they're covered and it's wooden stands. It's incredible. Right. So uh, this is definitely something that would not only honor baseball, but I think would be very cool to just see baseball games played in a park <laughs> like that. It'd be awesome. The Bisbee Frisbees. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. outstanding. All right. What do you got? So I would put a Diamondbacks minor league team in Flagstaff. Okay. Because okay, Flagstaff, decent sized town, Absolutely. right? Could maybe Absolutely. support a baseball team. And also Flagstaff is at 7,000 feet elevation, which I believe <gasps> would be the highest elevation of any minor league team Home runs. in the country. Home yeah. runs. Yeah. Like you want to, you want to talk about Reno being a hitter friendly <laughs> ballpark? Just wait until you see the ball <laughs> fly in Flagstaff. Uh, I don't know if I have a great team name, like the Flagstaff Evergreens, I guess. Oh, that's I good. Know. I, I like, like that. I like trees. I like tree so names. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I don't. I, I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, Flagstaff. I like that. Flagstaff Evergreens. We wouldn't put it in Tucson. No, I mean, no. Tucson doesn't deserve. No, a Tucson. No, team, Tucson. So. No, Leah says no Tucson slander in the chat. Come on. Uh, we'll do Tucson <laughs> slander on the show. No. <laughs> we call it Northern Nogales here. No. <laughs> I, I have the power to mute <laughs> no, your mics. Oh, no. Uh, Elizabeth said Tombstone Sheriffs. I like that. I like there that very go. much. Nice, nice. Um, but here's, here's the thing, Jesse. I've been watching uh, a Disney Plus show called She-Hulk. 
that many of you love and more of you probably hate. Uh, and, and I have never heard of. <laughs> She-Hulk is a great show. Um, but if there's a place that I'm going to put a baseball team in this town, and I know that I want it packed and I want money, I want the money to be there, it's Scottsdale. So uh, what better mascot to have for a Scottsdale minor league team than the Scottsdale Madisons? <laughs> We're talking about with two N's and a Y and uh, not where you think it goes. That spelling hurts me. Yeah, that's good, right? <laughs> the Scottsdale Madisons. I mean, that's perfect, right? Like that's if you want, come on, if you want a mascot that's like that 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 says the town, uh, there you go. It's the Scottsdale Would they Madison. just play at Scottsdale Stadium then? Yeah, they'd like, play at Scottsdale Stadium. Okay. Um, there would be a big Madison mascot. She would look like that, but it wouldn't be an actual woman. It would be like <laughs> a foam character in a suit. Okay. <laughs> dressed and looking like that. All right. Yeah. I can get behind it. <laughs> yeah, ben, ben says Scottsdale is even worse than Tucson. No, sir. No, it is not. Go to, go to, a, go to a, a San Francisco Giants minor league team. Um, Minor league game. Minor league game team. Minor league game. See what you, if you change your mind about that. <laughs> I was actually jealous of Giants minor league games because of the a crowd attendance and yeah. uh, how everybody there is somehow uh, a Giants fan. Like, I yeah. don't, that's such a strong percentage. It's impressive. Of Giants fan. There were Cardinals, like a lot of Cardinals fans at the Fall League game I went to over the weekend, mm -hmm. which I guess makes sense. Tyler O'Neill played in that game on his way back from injury. I guess he, he's an option maybe for them in the postseason. But it was just like so, just so, like Cardinals fans just show up everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like if there's a Cardinals player anywhere i swear there are You're going to see be that fans. powder blue like, powder blue jersey yeah, somewhere they're gonna be they're gonna be around uh josh hen says the scottsdale open shirt derrick's let's go <laughs> i'm down with it let's go <laughs> all right Lee, what else we got um if you had to trade hair with another phnx employee who you picking <laughs> oh my god um i'm taking lindsey smith uh, that's who I'm going with. Interesting. Lindsay has incredible hair. And the worst part about it is you wouldn't know that because she hides it underneath that wool cap underneath all the time. The beanie, you, yeah. you know, you would you would think that there's they're like there's something going on under there. It's not. It's just more beautiful hair. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and yeah, that's what I trade with. I'm going to take Jesse's form. I want him trading with Sean DePaz for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that's who i think i would love sean i think that uh, shane be, said that that would be fascinating shane's idea but yes uh oh david you and david <laughs> yes yes Josh. i don't i don't think i could pull off what david has oh my god on. i, I yeah know. i'm gonna we're few, gonna few we're gonna can. photoshop that and figure it I out i also later. don't know if you could pull off Lindsay's hair and that mm. seems like a yeah. Bit of an odd fit. Um, yeah. I could take Totri's hair. I think Totri. Totri, right? Totri, you know. I, I mean, think we're, we're I think, going in a similar direction. I just have less of my hair and it's not there's it's less every day. It's I like, think Johnny Venerable. Backwards. Johnny Venerable's hair is is a little bit underrated in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Um yeah. All right. There you go. There's your answers. We give you answers. This is what we're here for. You can ask anything you want on this show. That's what Mondays <laughs> are all about. But of course, uh, you should probably be on some OGs, and that would probably make this segment even funnier if you were taking some OGs. Uh, if you haven't tried OGs, make sure to stop by your local dispensary. Try out our friends from OGs. They are absolutely flavoring life. They have a wide variety of doses and flavors for you to enjoy. But the big, uh, the big option right now is the Sleep Edition gummy. Uh, it's flavored as an aqua berry, which, as we know, uh, is Aquaman berries. It's farmed by Aquaman. It's delicious. And more importantly, it'll help you get the best night's sleep you ever had. It'll help you not only fall asleep, but stay asleep with their mm. two to one THC to CBN ratio. Uh, CBN is a compound, obviously, that definitely 
hurts uh, or helps with uh with sleeping i'm being distracted by ben talking about how good my <laughs> facial hair is and i uh can't even think right now ben appreciate you uh but we highly recommend you check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com or on instagram at ogsbrands uh it is absolutely the best way to enjoy maybe an arizona fall league game maybe the postseason at home with your friends uh check out our friends at ogs uh, must be 21 years or older to purchase and enjoy responsibly and speaking of enjoying responsibly, make sure to act responsibly when you go to Four Peaks Brewing Company and get in on their spooky season tour, their haunted brewery uh, tour that you can get down on at the Four Peaks Brewing Company that made Saul run like a small child around uh, from from monsters and all sorts of scary things. Uh, you can do that over at Four Peaks Brewing Company. Make sure to check that out Monday through Wednesday, 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m two tours per night. Uh, and of course, we have some pretty fun things we're cooking up with our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company as well. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, until then, grab yourself some Four Peaks from your local grocery store, whatever variety you enjoy. Hot Knot IPA is one of my favorites as well as the uh, Wow Joy Bus, uh, whatever you guys get. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy that responsibly as well. Leah, do we have more mailbag questions? Let's go. Brian Bobbitt on Twitter asks, what prospect outside of the D-backs organization are you excited to see in the fall league? I think Jesse and I agree because we've had a chance to see this guy play a bit for the Salt River Rafters, but Zach Veen for the Colorado Rockies is incredibly fun to yeah. watch, and I think this guy is going to be a huge star in Major League Baseball. I saw Jordan Walker, the uh, Cardinals outfielder prospect, hit a very long, no doubt, home run uh, when I was out at Salt River Fields the other day. He's, I mean, he's honestly probably the biggest name in in the Arizona Fall League. He's the highest ranked prospect. Um, and after seeing him in person, you can kind of see what all the what all the hype is about. Um, so yeah, I've enjoyed seeing Jordan Walker play, and uh, the Cardinals might might have something there. Uh, yeah, he he might looks be pretty good. He looks pretty darn good, <laughs> and he was also mobbed with fans afterwards, wanting his autograph, and he was great about. Um, signing for pretty much everyone who who asked for it. So that's an, another reason to come out to the Fall League. It is really is. Guys really, really is. do sign autographs pretty much. You can show up and it's close to a guarantee that whoever you want, if they're playing in the game, they're probably going to be willing to do that for you. And there, there's still a lot a lot of enthusiasm on, not, on their part. Not to say that there isn't amongst major leaguers. Like sometimes I'm still even kind of floored by how excited guys like Christian Walker and, and such get to sign autographs at the Diamondbacks games. But sure. Jesse's absolutely right. It's not just it's not just the the ease, it's the variety, right? You're going to see one team and there's six, seven, eight different, you know, teams worth of prospects being represented on that one team. So it's a great opportunity uh to to see lots of guys, to get lots yeah. of autographs. A lot of those guys in a few years getting their autograph is going to be significantly more be, difficult yeah, than really it is hard. right now. So get in get in early while you can at the Arizona Fall League. All right. What's uh what do we got next? Uh Spencer Spice, our friend at Spencer underscore O'Gara says if Fott, Walston, and Shikoni are all prepared to debut before next October. Would you try to match them up against San Diego as a starter or just let them taste the bullpen before trying out the starting roles as injuries occur or 24 spring training? Um, they're definitely debuting against San Diego. <laughs> Everybody's debuting against San Diego. That's the way that... When I first read this question, I genuinely didn't get it. I was like, <laughs> what do the Padres have to do with anything? But now it makes uh, so much yeah, more sense. Yeah, it makes sense, sense right? <laughs> yeah, no, those Padres, man, that's easy pickings for a new, new pitcher for some reason, but... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that a big part of it is 
you know, which one of how are guys going to work out? How are they going to work these young guys into whatever role they're obviously going to be in? Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon, you know, that's pretty much two starting rotation spots, along with Madison Bumgarner, for being honest. Three that aren't. They didn't commit to it. Tori Lovello said he wants Mad Bum to be in the rotation. But their competition is fierce. Oh. Oh. Um, oh. But of course, he kind of has to say that. Yeah, he has he's to not, say He's not going to come right. out and say, like, uh, yes, Mad Bum can go goof off the whole offseason. Sure. He has a guaranteed right. spot, right? He's going to go ride horses and rope cabs. But here's the thing. <laughs> At least two of the starting rotation spots are are taken up. And with the way that some of the young guys have pitched, I mean, it almost feels like other spots are kind of leaning already in their direction, yeah. right? Uh, Dre, Dre Jameson, Jameson and Ryan Nelson, if they're healthy next year sort of hard to see how they wouldn't wind right. up with one of those spots. So it does feel like the Diamondbacks are going to have to figure something out with some of these young guys that are coming up. Brandon Fott, uh, their minor league pitcher of the year, probably has a pretty good opportunity and chance of staying as a starter, you know, but other guys, who knows? Who knows about Ryan Nelson, Dre Jamison, right? I mean, everybody's future is kind of uncertain at this point, especially considering how new they are to to the major league roster or some of them haven't yeah. debuted yet and what the Diamondbacks really want to try to formulate as a game plan to help this team be successful right yeah i think slate sacconi and blake walston two of the names mentioned there probably would be at the toward the end of the year right i mean those guys um you know in double a this year so they're probably going to get a look in triple a to start next year they still have a little bit of a ways to go uh brandon fought on the other hand is done pretty much everything you could possibly have asked for in AAA. So he could be an option to start on opening day. Uh, well, maybe not on opening day, but an opening. He could be <laughs> a in the starting rotation <laughs> as of opening day. Are so I'm trying to say. <laughs> Brandon Font, opening day starter for the Diamondbacks in 2023. That would be wild. Oh, that uh, would be wild. But yeah, with him and Dre Jameson and Tommy Henry and Ryan Nelson, you know, you've got four names there, plus Mad Bum, Zach Gallon, and Merrill Kelly. I mean, that's seven starters right there. Mm. You kind of feel like the the opening five will come out of that group of seven uh, with Walston and Sacconi maybe being candidates later in the year. All right, what else we got, Leah? Uh, Daniel asks, is Wawa as good as everyone says? Let's go. All right, Jesse, I, I don't let know. me take over on I, this Yeah, one. I have no idea. All right, um... It's hard to explain Wawa. I think I think the way I'm going to start off is like uh, the expectations, the the legend of some place like Bucky's in in Texas or like Wawa in like the East kind of grows. It's bigger than you know. It's hard to live up to the fame to to the reputation that they have. Wawa is like a quick trip, but times a thousand. Right? Quick trip has food. It's not very good. Wawa is 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 delicious. Wawa has a wide variety of foods, and more importantly. You can walk into a Wawa at three o'clock in the morning and there will be 20 people there waiting for food. It'll be a wide melting pot variety of people drunk, uh, drug addicts, people who have to be at work at 4 a.m., college kids, people that just don't sleep well. And everybody will be talking about the birds, which is the eagles, apparently. And uh, everybody will kind of be both surly and nice at the same time. But you will get yourself. Uh, an Oreo milkshake. You will get a, uh, a turkey gobbler sandwich, Jesse, which is like a Thanksgiving sandwich on a, all the fixing on it on a hoagie. Mm. Uh, they love their hoagies out there. Uh, you'll get French fries, macaroni and cheese, and a quesadilla, and that all will cost you sixteen dollars and seventy five cents. So that's why Wawa is so good. I can't explain it. I don't know why 
We ate there so much. Mega ran uh, any any opportunity he had to take me to Wawa to eat. We went. It was like, oh, there's this nice sit down restaurant. He's like, mm, but Wawa, you know, like that's I guess that's the problem is, is that uh, it's it was it was too much of a go to it too many times. It's too convenient. There's always people like three o'clock in the morning. There's three people there to cook your food. What is going on? It's amazing. I don't know how they do it. But uh, yes, I will say it's the greatest fast food like uh, restaurant gas station fast food combo i've ever been to in my life and the pretzels are incredible too and i don't know how that's even possible should, because should we be concerned that when i google wawa i get an article from the philadelphia inquirer that says philly kids ransacking wawa was quote a scene from the apocalypse yeah well like i said it's three o'clock in the morning and there's 20 people in there you expect okay. everybody to behave themselves yeah, Come on, Jesse. okay it's enough. philadelphia <laughs> what else we got leah <laughs> uh all right don's bread says here's the situation your life is on the line. You're able to choose an AZD back to fight for your life against a UFC fighter. They win, you survive, you they lose, you die. But I'm guessing you lose is also appropriate there. Who would you choose? Jesse, mm. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Uh, we've we've answered questions like sort of similar to this mm -hmm. in the past there and is. never never this exact situation right this is very this is very dire yeah it, it yeah this one is <sighs> the the stakes are a little bit higher with this high. one than, yeah. than what we normally get um i'm gonna have to agree with michael mcdermott in the comments stone garrett is uh i mean we call him stone cold garrett for a yeah, reason we really do and yeah. uh he is a, a very large man, he, a very large, well-built man. Yeah. Uh, so I think I have to go with Stone Garrett on this one. I'm going to take an interesting direction here. I feel like is it Josh Rojas? I feel like you think I'm going to say Josh Rojas or Madison. Or Matt, absolutely. We answer one of those two guys no. for 90% of I'm these I'm not saying either of those individuals, Jesse, because there's one person who I can think of, and that is Tori Lovolo. Nice. Here's the reason why. That sounds like a horrible decision. Tori Lovolo <laughs> is a fighter. And Tori Lavallo would do anything for me. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Tori Lavallo loves me. Have you seen the picture of me and Tori Lavallo? Have you seen how much joy I brought to that man? He would do anything for me. And if he knew that my life was on the line, much like any of his players, Tori would fight to the death for me. You know? And here's the thing. Yes, yes, he says a UFC fighter, but it doesn't say a UFC-sanctioned fight. So Tori's the kind of guy that, you know, uh, understands that if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. He's going to thumb this guy to the eye. He's going to fish hook him. Ah. He's going to do all the things that aren't allowed in a UFC fight. And he is going to make sure that I stay in pristine condition, untouched and alive. That's 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 what Tori Lovello is going to do. He for needs me. you around so that you can talk to each other during like five minutes before no, the game. No, he just cares dugout, so right? much. The man cares so much. <laughs> he would never let me die because he lost a fight, right? Like he would just be motivated beyond belief to make sure that my alive stayed at a high rate, right? <laughs> anyway. Your alive ability? <laughs> my alive ability. Uh, is that our last question, Leah? That's our last question. Well, we thank you guys, of course, uh, for your question. You guys are awesome. You always make it fun. And uh, we can't do it without you, of course. Uh, if you're a new uh, user to DraftKings Sportsbook, go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and get down on the NFL action. You can bet $5 on any NFL team to win. And if they do, you will get $200 in free bets instantly. Not only do they have that offer for new customers, but everyone can get down on the stepped-up same-game parlays, which allows you to add more legs to double, triple your amount that you could win. You can win up to 100%, 100% of your win of your winnings uh of your original winnings uh so with payouts bigger than ever why bet on football anywhere else 
DraftKings Sportsbook is the place to be. He's going to be mad at me talking football, but uh, I'll tell you this weekend. It's playoff baseball the, this happening weekend, right now. This weekend was a good weekend of football, unless you're a Cardinals fan. Uh, and there's going to be a meetings with the mayor to address that. But, of course, uh, make sure to get down on the same game parlays. They are stepping up. They're stepped up same game parlays. You get, get them once per game day all season long. So make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers use our code of PHNX uh, and get down on the action on the DraftKings Sportsbook. That's PHNX over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And of course, with this offseason, you know, baseball, this is it. We're, this is our first week without Diamondbacks baseball. So we don't There's know also, what to do with There ourselves. are no playoff games today, which it's is very weird. off-putting. I'm heartbroken, right? I guess it's because they did three in a row for the wild card round. But only the Mets and the Padres actually wound up using all three games. So a lot of teams are just getting two off days. A little bit of rest it's here, a right? Little, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. In the meantime, you can go check out any of the other sports, concert, show, whatever you want. Use our friends at Game Time to do so. You'll get up to 60% off of your tickets, and you save by buying them last minute. And like I've told you guys, tomorrow is not promised. We have no idea what's what's coming for us tomorrow, right? Like, you can't go planning <laughs> no, why, ahead. Why would you do that? I'm just saying, tomorrow is <laughs> not promised, Jesse. You got to make sure. Uh, you got you got to know what's going to happen. And the best way to do that is to just wait to buy your tickets. Procrastinate on that shit and buy your tickets last minute. At game time, you'll get up to 60% off. Uh, and of course, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below. Uh, and thank you guys again so much for being here. Uh, I, w- I have a special shout out to the Mrs. Uh, Jen Montia, the first lady of PHNX. The first lady, there as we As Jesse go. called her earlier. <laughs> uh, we, I just wanted to tell her, I love you so much. We've been together for 21 years. Today is our 13th wedding anniversary, and uh, I almost spent it in a different city, Jesse. I think I would have been in the doghouse. Yeah, that would be not pretty messed come up. Home yeah. today, <laughs> I was so happy to see her and spend, uh, spend this morning with her, and we are going to go get some amazing food tonight, but I just wanted to give her a shout out. I love you. And I would not be here doing the show without the misses. Uh, her support has been the reason why I've been able to do any of the sports stuff. So, uh, make sure you guys, you know, love your spouse, make sure you, you appreciate the support that you get from that person because, uh, so many of us need it in life and it's such a big motivator. Uh, and that's why Jesse has me. So I love Jesse and I can support him <laughs> and give him that spousal support. But, uh, we thank let's, you guys. let's get out of here yeah, as soon as possible. Yeah, please. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we thank you guys for being here. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, appreciate you guys being here on behalf of Jesse, uh, Leah, and myself. We always appreciate your questions on Mailbag Monday and your time joining us. We thank you guys so much. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you have sticky substance on your ear and you (laughs) cheat against the opposing team. (laughs) 